Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. It's funny because you feel like you're in a relationship, but it's like you won't admit it or something. Yeah, I know. We left at a really inconvenient time yesterday in the Mystic Michaela story. She predicted that I have a girlfriend that I'm kind of hiding from you uh is it true we get back into it in just a couple seconds here on the certified mama's boy mama's certified mama's boy podcast blah 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 blah. i could have edited that out and redone it but why you know what i'm gonna keep this thing real okay so if you're brand new to the podcast welcome i created this podcast after i lost my radio job and through my divorce my mom used to always send me these really motivational text messages and one day i posted them online and they kind of went viral and so ever since then i said hey i'm gonna make it into a podcast with her words of wisdom and we actually start with a phone call or a conversation now she has a mic over to my mom hi mom hi honey Somebody brought up to me recently, like, how does your mom feel about the divorce? Hmm. And um, I always thought that you were a big fan of my ex-wife. And then I kind of found out maybe you weren't as big of a fan of my ex-wife as I imagined after we <laughs> after we separated. <laughs> you know, I guess as time went on, I began to see that perhaps she wasn't the right match for you. Not that Did you was... think originally so? Did you were you like okay, this is because my mom actually was the first person I called uh, <laughs> when I was going to propose to my ex wife, and like when, on that day, were you like cool? You have to remember what I said when you called. I think you said are I think you said are you sure? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind was are you sure? And ironically. When my brother was walking me down the aisle, that's exactly what he said to me. He's walking me down the aisle, and he looks <laughs> at me, and he says, are you sure about this? <laughs> how is yeah, how is dad perceived in the family? And Oh, yeah, they totally liked him. My dad wasn't too excited about waking up in the morning and coming in and finding us asleep on the sofa. Oh, uh, that wasn't <laughs> such a such a good such a good time. But you know, it, it just made me think because you're like, I swear, like nothing was going on. I swear, <laughs> like we weren't doing anything, which I feel like <laughs> is a story that I told you for a very long time. That's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to word this question, right? Because I'm not quite sure where I'm going with it. Don't get too um, personal. I'll click off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I'll be having trouble with my microphone. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so my parents made a really bold decision when we moved into our new house. In, in eighth grade, we moved into um, a, a brand new house, well, a house like five minutes away from our old house, which was, I, mean, I never really left my community the whole life. We stayed there through college uh, and we moved into a new house in eighth grade. And I, I got the privilege, I guess, uh, of, of being able to move into the basement, which was finished. I had my own bedroom, my own bathroom, and I had a door to the outside. Um, so I could like come in and out and like, as, as I kind of, as I pleased. And I can tell you this too. I also had 13 steps from and I, I could count them. <laughs> I could count thirteen. So I what knew. were we thinking? <laughs> thirteen steps from the <laughs> like the living room floor down to the basement. 
So I knew like if somebody was coming down, I had 13 steps to just get Which everything. Which is about 13 seconds. About 13 seconds, right? It's like a, like a warning shot coming right. my way. I mean, how did you feel about my relationship in high school? Do you think that I was being completely good and innocent or no? You know, at times I doubted it. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. know what went on down there. Even now, <laughs> even now, no, do not tell me. I'd rather live in my little perfect fantasy of you being such a good boy and never doing anything wrong. I know you had an idea that you wanted to um, maybe start doing, and I wasn't quite sure over text what you were what you were talking about with your quote of the day. Okay, so I just thought it might be fun fun for me if no one else, to end with a quote for the day. I read so many wonderful books and articles and inspirational things that I wish I'd had the wisdom to write myself. And I thought, well, maybe it would be fun just to leave with a quote for the day, something to ponder, something to think about, or something to totally disregard. Whatever your choice is. I like that. Okay. We can try it. Let's try it okay. and see how it goes if we okay. like it. Um, I also had an idea. Okay. For something for us to do. Okay. Um, are you are you drinking right now or are you not? I am. Since I so, started this podcast. <laughs> since we're all <laughs> since we're all stuck at home going crazy. So I you know, I stopped drinking about two years ago. I know you would kind of like cut it back. I wasn't sure if you were if you were drinking again. Right. I thought on Friday's show, which would be Thursday for us, yes. we could do like mom's happy hour where like you actually have a drink what? Uh, during it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh so we can just do mom mom's happy hour. Oh. And it'd be a little looser of a of a segment with you that day. Hmm. How loose? One drink, <laughs> two drinks, Guess ten it depends drinks. On, depends on the week. <laughs> depends on how dad's doing that week, I guess, right? Okay, or, I'm open. You know, I'm just okay. going into this whole thing blindly, just trusting you to lead. I'm just oh, following. Oh, trust me. I'm following along. You're the pro no, here. I'm just I, the mom. <laughs> I, I really, uh, I, I'm not. Well, let's, 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 do, let's do your quote. What do, you, what do you have for today? Okay. Today, it's from... Dr. Seuss, and it's be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. I like that. Mm, think about it. Um, so speaking of being real, I, I am struggling uh, making this podcast right now. And it just, in all honesty, it's, a challenge because I'm not in the best place, right? I don't right. wake up every day and feel really good right now. I'm stuck in this house mm-hmm. by myself, right, with mm-hmm. no job. Mm-hmm. And um, and I woke up this morning. And I just I just wasn't feeling a new episode. I just was like, no, I don't really know what I want to talk about. I just feel like creatively, even I'm just not like where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And I felt really good because this podcast shot up the charts, right? We were like mm. number 45 in the country, which was crazy. And yeah. then like it's progressively just like dropping. And yeah. that's hard. I mean, I can't expect every episode every day to be, you know, a home run, but it's kind of hard when you're already feeling vulnerable and you're already feeling kind of like, you know, you want this to be your big success after getting fired. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, at first I'm like, oh my gosh, like we, you know, we, we got, you know, lightning in a bottle over here. And now I'm like, well, maybe we don't, I don't know. Like I, I'm so insecure about this whole podcast process because it's just so different than anything I'm used to. So I woke up this morning, not feeling great about today's episode or just, just the podcast in general. And I checked my Instagram and this, this girl had sent me a message. It says, uh, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Today's podcast hit me very hard. This was episode number six. Uh, I, tried, I tried committing suicide because I felt so lost today, so hopeless and so empty. I don't know if it was God or just coincidence, but I started listening and I cried and I cried. And I screamed so hard because I didn't understand why me. And your mom made me feel like it was okay and I was going to be okay. Hmm. Sometimes I feel like the world is just falling and no one understands but you sharing your feelings makes me have hope and I am okay and I will be okay. Thank you so much, Kramer. Thank you so much. Wonderful. I mean, if it, if it touches one life, then it's successful in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Just one life is all. So that I don't matters. know. And that's like, that's obviously it's like really heavy, but um, I don't know what this is going to turn into. I'm not sure, but for people that have come, anybody from the ground floor that's come into this project and, you know, either called or DM to like share, even just like what you want out of it. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Cause we're just kind of, you know, again, I don't know what I'm doing. You definitely don't know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I don't know. You, you definitely don't know. Uh, (laughs) This is way outside my comfort zone, but yeah. I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm yeah, willing to we, give it a shot. And we just, uh, we appreciate it. You know, just you letting us come into your lives and be a part of this whole crazy quarantine COVID-19 nonsense that we're all, you know, mm-hmm. we're all going through. Hopefully you don't feel so alone because we're all, we're all going through it. My mom's going to save us all. She's going to save <laughs> everybody from it. So just a little pressure, just, but if you don't take not- risk, you never learn. So I know. For me, we're both learning and we're both growing and we're trying to help humankind in the best way we know how. So we got two new segments we're going to try. We'll do quote. You guys let us know how you feel about quote, quote of the day. And then uh, mom's happy hour on Friday where mom will actually drink during during the podcast so that we can loosen you up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Then we can really find out what happened on the couch. (laughs) Oh, geez. This could be disastrous. This may be the beginning of the end. All right. I love you. Love you forever. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Make sure she's off. Okay. Um, Y'all, this basement was wild. I forgot all about this life (laughs) that I was living. Now, picture it. I am in eighth grade through high school. So all four years of high school, I have access to the outside world into my life. And I have like a living area down there. I got a bathroom and I got my bedroom, right? And I remember so many times, mom, I don't, because my family goes back and listens to this. I cannot tell you how many times I hooked up in that basement and they never, I feel like had any idea. I don't think they did. I still, to this day, don't think my mom thinks I hooked up in that basement. I had a long-term girlfriend too. We were together for at least, I think three or four years and I, yeah, and I, I, so what would happen was I'd be like, okay, we're going to go down and watch a movie now. And I'll be like, okay, cool. And then, um, like I said, I could know, like we just start, you know, making out yada, yada, yada. And 
I would have 13 steps from when they would open the door. And they'd be like, you know, you hear my, hear my dad now, like, hey, Steven. And I'd be like, yeah. And he'd start walking down these wooden steps. And I would know I could like count in my head while we're like throwing blankets over ourselves. Parents, do not let your kids live in the basement. It's a terrible idea. It'd be kind of funny. Uh, I don't know if we can get phone calls on this for tomorrow's episode, but like, what did you get away with as a kid that you think your parents have no idea about? Like, how much stuff did we actually get away with? Um, I think I did. I don't know. I'm sure it's this. This is like the, the awkward part of the podcast. I couldn't like say this in my mom's face because it's still my mom, you know. But I wonder like how much they actually knew, or even how much your parents knew, you know, that we that we get away with. I don't know. I think I was scot free. I can say the time I didn't get away with it though. I and it wasn't my parents; it was my grandma. I swear, like people over the age of seventy have some type of, like, for, maybe they've just lived so much life they can detect BS when they hear it. So yeah, I was, uh, I think I was a sophomore in high school, and my parents had gone out of town. I'm sure they don't even know the story. And my grandma had come to stay the night. Now listen, if there's any time to sneak a girl in your house. It's going to be when your parents are out of town and your grandma's there, right? So I um, I had this girl that I've been dating for, I don't remember, it seemed like seven years, I'm sure it was 15 minutes, and she she was older, yeah, she's an older girl, she's like 16, I was 15, and she had a car, and so the plan was that once Granny went to bed, Granny Nancy went to bed, is that she was going to go drive and park like, and this is so dumb in hindsight, but she was going to park in between my house and my neighbor's house. Right. And so, but seem possibly like the car was in front of my neighbor's house and, and, and no big deal. So anyway, the girl comes over and just sneak her in. It's no big deal. And she spends the night, you know, uh, all that. And she leaves pretty early. And my grandma comes down the next morning and she's like, hi, good morning. I'm like, good morning. First thing she said, did Keely spend the night last night? I was like, holy shit, granny, how, how do you know? Grandmas know everything. Like from that moment <laughs> then on out, I never lied to my grandma ever again. Cause I was like, ain't no way she knows. Okay, let's get back into Mystic Michaela. So this was a woman we started talking to yesterday, episode number seven. She is a celebrity psychic. She's been all over TV and radio and has predicted things dead on in my life. And yesterday we left off at a really peculiar point. You do feel, it's funny because you feel like you're in a relationship, but it's like you won't admit it or something. So I get like this thing like, there's there's this very heavy feeling of that around you, but also this feeling that like, no, no, we're not like it. So it feels like it is, but it isn't. So it's kind of like one of these things that's like organic. So it really is like if I looked at it on paper, but I don't know if you're like using the words to describe it that way. You know, I, I and I talked about this in a previous podcast is that I am struggling with dating right now. Yeah. And because I don't know, like, I don't like number one, I'm just not good, right? Like I'm I don't feel like a whole person. I don't have a job. I don't know if I'm gonna move. I don't know. Like, like like how can I possibly progress with anything right now? I mean, and everyone else is in like disarray too. And I never got far enough yeah. in a relationship to where I felt like we were like a thing. Yeah. Um, so what so what does that mean with what you're seeing? I feel like you have this thing where if you're not where you should be logically, you're not allowed to have happiness like emotionally, which is like your own weird agreement that 
you know, you create, it's very green purple of you. Like where I feel like if, if I'm not on paper, what I feel like I need to be, or if I don't know what's going to happen or there's no, you know, I don't know what the plan is or whatever. I can't commit emotionally to something. And I, and I feel like that, like other people don't live like that, you know? So, but the other mm-hmm. thing is I feel like you connect very well to other people. And I feel like with you, there's people that you've connected very, there's people that you've connected very well to. And that's the energy I get in there, like a, a very strong connection that feels like love. But I also get this feeling like you're really good at kind of shutting down that or a little bit like, all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, like I'm real good at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm so good at that. I'm so good at shutting down love right now. I'm like, I'm like the king of doing that because, because of that reason alone. I mean, I think mm-hmm. at first it started with, I didn't want to get hurt again. Right. After getting yeah. out of a, a long marriage, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to like keep everything casual because if I'm casual and I just kind of date around, then you can't get hurt that way. Right. Right. Um, and then I remember at the beginning of the year, and I actually said this on the air, I think, when we first, the very, one of the final shows, was I was like, okay, I'm going to start taking dating more seriously. I'm going to like do this. I'm going to get my life in order. <laughs> like, I'm ready to go. And then I got fired. Oh, God. Uh, so <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I obviously am not the psychic. Uh, I'm quite the opposite. Uh, so I feel, I just feel stuck in that. Do you think it's something I should pursue more seriously or are there going to be things in my near future that can completely make that complicated? So I shouldn't even progress forward with a relationship. It's almost like, like spirit likes to screw with you a little bit. Like it's almost yeah. <laughs> because it's yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you make <laughs> hello these, last few years. <laughs> you make these decisions <laughs> for yourself and then like something happens to put you back in the um, limbo position. So I just get I this, know. like, it's like you're Mr. Limbo. So I get this thing with you. Like, it, that is your pattern, like constantly getting stuck in a limbo and you'll like make a choice like, OK, I'm going to do this. And, and then they and then they do something to put you back in limbo, because what they want you to do is they want you. And when I say they, it's like your spirit guides or like whatever you want to call them. Uh, what happens is, is and, and this is what I get off your energy. It's like anytime you make a decision, they want to put you in a place where you have to choose. You have to make a choice. You have to make a choice between what makes sense and what makes you feel good. And I feel like. There, the difference between that, like you can, you can only live now. Like you can't live in the hypothetical, you know. No matter oh, what so anybody good, tells though. you, yeah. I'm so but good like at you that. can't, <laughs> you can't though. Like there's only today, and like what is your reality today? Today you're home. You know what I mean. So like you can like be serious about it today. So that's what I mean. I feel like they're pushing you to do, and I do feel you're gonna get some sort of situation where you're like oh my gosh i have to choose now with a job and i really God, feel like you're saying gonna, this and this, I makes really me, this feel gives that me so strong. much anxiety i'm sorry but i mean so you'll have I, a choice you know what you want to do when so it happens I, to kind of catch you up on the job front yes, a little bit because i haven't really talked about that much on the podcast at all is um there were a lot of different situations that were coming pretty serious um there was one even in san diego that was i mean literally we were uh, we were like down to like the let's like start talking you know term and uh, you know agreement and all that um but then all this happened (laughs) so i was like of course yeah right it's (laughs) like it's like okay cool like at least i got this all lined back up oh wait no i don't okay um so what's 
what? Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Like, I'm no, I feel I mean, like I know, but like the thing with you is I feel like they constantly put you to a fork in a road and they're gonna make you pick something. Like, it can't, I life can't just happen to, to you. That's why I call you. <laughs> if I wanted to pick, I wouldn't call you. <laughs> I feel like with you, this podcast is you. Like, I really feel like when I look at you and I see what you're doing, like, and, and all the energy you're, you're gonna put towards this and how amazing this is gonna be, I can see this getting. I mean, it feels like it's doing really successful now and I can feel it doing really successful moving forward and and being something that almost like is a vehicle to take you to the next station, like in this world. And so I feel good about that. And I also get this thing like where you're going to have to make a choice because they keep putting me this for like between moving or not, and it'll be based on a job. And then I get this thing like where there is this woman so strong around you and I can't like I feel like there's like this anger, like it feels so passionate and angry and good and everything and complicated and all this stuff and stressful and all this. And I feel like that's something that I feel like you might've kind of like, Oh, whatever. I'm not, I can't think about that right now, but it's something that keeps coming up. Like when I look at you and that feels like it's a, a lot of work though, which is funny. It feels like a relationship that's like a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, maybe a relationship shouldn't be that difficult, but I do feel like, it's there regardless. So what's going to happen for you? I think you're going to stick with the podcast and I think it's going to get bigger. And I think like other things are going to happen for you um, because of this situation. So I feel like this is your ticket. This is the ticket. The podcast is, is the ticket yeah. right now. Do you think yeah. that's because this is where my brain, weird spiritual brain went was yeah. right when I was like, I mean, I had a couple different really potential things to go go do professionally. Right. And yeah, they all fell apart. <laughs> so then I was like, well, I guess I got, I'm going to like launch this podcast now, you know, and then I really put like maximum effort into just getting this thing off the ground. Um, I feel like you might've caused this whole thing. It's all your fault uh, because no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew it was me. You think Damn it's it. what you did do it. Yeah. <laughs> all long, you Kramer. As long, yeah, as long as I can plug the podcast, as long as I talk about it, that would be, uh, you know, me and my media brain. That'd be the, the best way for it. But that's funny. But I feel like you had to do it. Like you had to do this. Like you had to put all your stressed out, whatever, I'm distracted, I'll funnel it into this thing. And I feel like it's it resonates because, you know, I've been listening to the podcast and it really resonates and well, it feels very like genuine. It really does. And it has like a vibe. It has there's a lot of podcasts out there and I think we listen to them. You can tell which ones are kind of manufactured and when one which ones aren't, you know, and this one feels like very you and it feels like very raw. And um, you know, that's why people respond. But I feel like that also people would be really sad to see you do something different or go away or or do something not like this. I just feel like this is going to take you to the next station in your life. And so it was meant to be. By the way, when this all lifts up, you're going to get those off. You're going to get some of those offers back. Like I really feel like that. And, and then you're going to get stuck at the fork in the road situation again. Uh, but I know. We'll have to call you back for another but episode. One day at a time. <laughs> that, one day at a time. That'll have, <laughs> have to be how it goes. Um, uh, are we missing anything else? Is this, I mean, I feel like this is, you know, once again, I think you're awesome at what you do. I think you're, you're one of only oh. two psychics I actually believe. And the other one is actually a woman yes. that I met in Sedona um, that actually, and I, I was with a friend and she 
like she was like at the beginning of the year you're gonna have some financial setbacks and i'm like whatever like this dumb. i mean it's the same thing with you right i was like i am under a contract there is no way i just wasted 75 dollars on this stupid reading uh and then oh you paid for yeah, it yeah so, so then i was like I, I was i left so pissed and then january 15th rolled around i was like oh okay well I owe her an You're apology. Like, got yeah, it. Got it. <laughs> she was right about that one. My bad. Um, so I do. I, I thank you for uh, for everything that you do. Is there anything that we anything you you see that either I or anybody else in the universe needs to know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like this. Like honestly, we're all sitting around. We we got a lot going on. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of distrust. There's a lot of uncertainty. Um, there's a lot of loneliness, and I feel like right now is a great time to get back in touch with you. The best, the most important relationship of your life. And I know that sounds super corny and cliche, but now is the time to do that. It's time to like put the phone down, put things away and be like, why can't I spend 15 minutes with me? Oh my God. And like, what can I do to make that? (laughs) What can I do to, to actually be able to do that? You know, like when you were a kid and you could go do that, like, why can't I do that anymore? And I feel like that's, that's the work right. here. Like that's the job. And I feel like if we do that, we're all going to get out of this stronger and make like more clear choices afterwards. Cause there's a huge reset button and we have an opportunity to do things different when it, you know, when this veil and when this pause button gets lifted off of us. Okay. But be honest with me. What's your screen time like right now? Yeah. Like honestly, what's your screen time on your phone? Oh, mine. Yeah. It's about like three hours. Shut up. Like, what do you do all day? That, that's good. Is that bad or no, like what is that? I don't even know. Okay, I haven't talked about this yet because I didn't know the appropriate time to talk okay. about this, but I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. Last week, yeah. I averaged about 10 and a half hours a day on my phone. How, what are you doing on there? Are you playing games? <laughs> no, I don't even know. <laughs> well, you do all your editing, right? I mean, like you do all your own editing. Yeah, but not, not a lot. Okay. Like, I'm, just, I'm sucked in because I'm in, I'm in a house by myself, right? There's like nothing else to really yeah. distract me. So I'm either yeah. I'm FaceTiming or I, you know, I'm calling or I'm on social media, okay. or, but still 10 hours a day, 10 hours a day. Well, I have little people here that call me mom. So it's like constant, like I'm cooking and feeding people yeah, and like trying to keep them, keep them off the internet. You know what I mean? Right, right, so right. that helps me. <laughs> I feel like if it was just me, but try meditations. You should do that. Like on YouTube, they yeah. have like the, um, like, like those sounds. Like if you ever see those, like those, they have like tonal sounds, like try that. I, um, I really, I, medi- I love meditate. meditation. I love it. And when I'm not oh, stressed out, I'm so good at it. <laughs> like I'm the best <laughs> for some reason when I get stressed out, I'm the absolute worst at it. Um, I did one this morning Thanks. though, that I really, and I, I know that people are question the validity of Jay Shetty, but I, he did one this morning and it was really cool. And I'll share this in case anybody wants to, I think the live may still be up if you, if you go check it out, but he did one basically it took you back to like your happiest moment in life. And it was kind of like what you're saying, like, don't not like when you got your new car or like the new job, but like the genuine authentically happiest moment of your life. And then you sit there and you spend time like feeling it, right? Like you hear it. You smell it, you taste it, like everything in that moment. And that, that like 10 minute meditation brought me like so much joy, so much like, you know, outside, you know, break from the outside, all the craziness going on. So uh, I'm, I'm a big believer. I'm just really good at it when I'm not stressed out. And when I get stressed, I'm just like, "Eh, that's fine. I just need to go on my phone. 
But you did it. I did it. You did it this morning. That's I'll good. just say that those 10 hours <laughs> on my phone is watching meditations. That's really what I'm doing. That's like a lot that's a, of time. That's a lot of time. <laughs> I like freaked out. I'm honestly, so to be even more honest with you, I look back on like the days and it's set. And I don't know, this, this cannot be possible. But it said that I spent 16 hours on Friday on my phone. That's not, it's not possible. Oh my gosh. It's not possible. I feel like you need to call. You're, you need to call and check in on your 36 year old son over here to make sure that I'm staying off my phone and staying, you know. <laughs> yes. I'm going to start texting you. Like, get off your phone like that. Go, just like go randomly. Meditate. <laughs> yeah, go meditate now. Like, just, you don't have to answer me back. You're just going to get those. It's going to be like a free service. That guilt will kick in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> get off your phone. watching. Okay. Uh, I love you. Thank you for doing this. Uh, let's plug. Oh, thank you so much, Plug it Steve. all again one more time. Uh, your podcast is Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Everyone that listens to this one should go, especially the latest episode. I think that it's a good, probably representation, a good way for you to enter into our podcast because it does talk about kind of like it, you and your husband, what you're going through, and then talking about you know what we all yeah. can do, kind of a summary of what we talked about today. So it's really good. And then uh, your social media too. How do people get in touch with you? Yeah, Instagram, Mystic Michaela. Check, check it out. and. Like, we'll try to find solace together. That's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. All right. Thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you. So speaking of the screen time, uh, going around on Twitter today, there's people sharing their screenshots of how much their usage of their phones been going up. Some over like 200% after entering self-isolation. Uh, others chimed in claiming to be disgusted by their phone use and recommended that people take a digital detox from their devices. Celebrities have actually chimed in too. It's David Spade that said, uh, my iPhone just told me my screen time last week was nine days. Is that even possible? Isn't a week still seven? I have no idea. Are you on your phone a ton right now? Let me actually go in here and, and break this down for you a little bit more because I don't know if I'm the only person that's using their phone this much. I get if you have kids. I actually saw a funny, uh, a funny meme. A friend sent me this. Said not to brag. What a what a time to be childless. Yeah, no joke. Okay, so my daily average right now is nine hours and forty nine minutes of this new week. Uh, Sunday, it said I was on my phone for eleven hours and twenty six minutes. Monday was ten hours and fifteen minutes, and Tuesday, which is is that today? Yeah, I've been on here for seven hours and forty six minutes. What is your screen time right now, and what is your excuse? Can anybody? Is there anybody listening right now? that literally was on their phone for longer than 11 hours and 26 minutes. I got to get off this phone. 888-Kramer8. And I got a lot of message from you guys saying you like the good news from the coronavirus that I did the other day. I can continue doing that as well if it makes you feel good. I really appreciate your feedback, by the way. I kind of want to know, again, like what you guys want to hear in this podcast, you know? I know there's still a lot of questions that you have from Channel 933. And I honestly... I, I'm going to get to it. I promise. I'll get to every story. It's just right now, I after the weekend where everything got stirred up, I just don't feel great about it. So give me a couple of days and we'll get back to all the, the 933 stuff. Um, but I heard a lot of you guys said you liked the Corona good news. So I went through and found some more for you. There's a trend where people are driving up to hospitals at night and flashing their headlights to support healthcare workers. This was cool. I don't know if you saw the video or not, but the, I think it was Oklahoma where like 50 cars pulled up. And there was like another one, I think, in Kentucky uh, it was like over a hundred people show up and just like start flashing their headlights. Like people are like, playing like the thing was church music or something. It was really cool. Just know that we're praying for them. You know, we're thinking about them. We love them. We're supporting them however we can. It's just kind of a sad time for them. That's just a big thing to ask someone to come to work 
like that and just to put your life in harm's way to serve other people. They walk in not knowing what the day unfolds for them and they just get ready and roll their sleeves up and care for their patients. It really is heartwarming and means a lot to, to all of our healers. There's a guy that owns this cafe in Australia and saw how many people were lined up for unemployment. So he actually went to his bank, took out $10,000 and gave everybody a hundred bucks. I'm no legend. I'm just an ordinary Australian citizen looking to lend a helping hand. I thought to myself, you have food in the fridge for your children. I just went to the bank. They only gave me what I could withdraw. And I rocked <laughs> up and I started the back of the queue, worked my way through. And the, I even, I covered everybody in the queue, everybody that was present wow. at that time frame at Centrelink. And they even allowed me to go inside you got to go to the supermarket take a few bags of food home to your families this evening here's one more this guy named nick brown and he was one of the first people in ohio to get sick he ended up at the icu over the cleveland clinic and was in like really really bad shape he was on like full life support for a while and while he was fighting it his doctors and nurses would write him daily goals for him to read on the window and at the bottom they'd all write we will get you home and they kept their promise. He actually recovered nicely. And before he went home, he wrote something for them that's going viral. I assumed I just had the flu. I'm from a rural area. To be the very first patient to pick it up in a, in a county that is rural as we are, I don't, I don't know how it happened. I was on full life support, uh, so I had a ventilator. There was a time during this process where the hospital reached out to my wife and had to have the discussion about end of life options and at the bottom you know they wrote we will get you home i don't know that i have ever seen such selfless people in my life just the ability to get back to the point where i could pick up my two little girls hug them and you know hug my wife i feel like i've got a second chance at life Hey Steve, it's Katie. I'm calling from Oregon. I was the woman who had mentioned that night shift workers are kind of being left out in everybody's thankfulness. And so I just wanted to thank you for really just paving the way to bring awareness to those of us that work night shift. And I really appreciate the mission you've set out to do to help bring awareness to everybody hearing that you almost have $6,000 raised for those of us that work night shifts, like it blows my mind. And even though I'm not local to you, just the fact that there's so many people who actually care about feeding us who have worked really hard and are so tired, um, it just means a lot. So keep up the great work. I'm so happy that I can actually follow you again. You and your mom are wonderful. So thank you so much. Thank you for helping my little comment kind of go even more global than what it had. I, I'm so freaking glad that you called Katie because I was going to have no way to find you again because I remember I got this DM. It was weeks ago now and it was just saying how night shift employees being left out because I, I think I, I had posted something about things you can do for people that are, you know, helping during this time. And I, and Katie, you responded with like the, the night shift workers are being left out. And I was like, cool, we should do this. And so we've done it. And honestly, I haven't said much about it on social media because I don't want to raise too much more money, which I know sounds crazy. And I promise you, we'll do more projects in the future where we, where we raise more money. But for this one, like we're getting, let me go check right now my Venmo. Uh, and I'm not saying don't donate. I'm just not pushing it as hard as I did before. Uh, and tomorrow, by the way, it's going to be the last day. We're like a few dollars shy of six grand. So uh, the problem is now is that we've raised so much money. I 
I don't know how to get rid of or to feed $6,000 worth of people. So I'm going to spend the next couple of days figuring that out. Tomorrow will be the deadline. We said through Wednesday, right? Which today is Tuesday the 31st. Tomorrow is April the 1st, be the last day to donate. So if you want to, I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying we're, we're really doing. Our, our goal was $500. We ended up with almost $6,000 so far. So uh, listen, I could still use your help though. If you know a, a restaurant or if you know a hospital, you're like a night shift worker in a hospital, maybe give me an idea of how we can actually get this food in there. That's the part I don't know. I don't think you can just like walk up to the door and just and just do it. So it's going to be really cool. It's going to be awesome. Feel good when this whole thing is said and done. Tomorrow's the last day. Get me on Venmo. It is that guy Kramer. And every show I leave you the same way, something to make you laugh before you head into work or school. I don't know. Actually, you're not heading to school. Like, what are you doing? Where are you right now? I'd actually be super curious to find out, like, where you're listening to this podcast and, like, what you're doing. So do you want to, like, call me 888-Kramer8? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, in the radio, I knew you were listening in the car. Here, I don't know what you're listening. So 888-Kramer8. I'm on Instagram. I'm that guy Kramer. If you got Facebook, I'm Steve Kramer on there. And I leave you with Johnny Beaner. I'm saying I don't know how long I cannot say anything, okay? Because my wife and I, we never fight. We don't fight. Occasionally, I will question things, but then I just surrender immediately. You know, because what do they say? Happy wife, happy life? Yeah. Oh, I wonder who came up with that. I wish husband rhymed with life. Yeah. It'd be a different world we live in. Everyone's advice to me when we were engaged was, was this thing. They'd all say, oh, you're getting married. Oh, pick your battles. Pick your battles. What? Why do we say that to guys? What, is, what, the hell, what do we say to women? You're going to win. <laughs> A lot. I think my problem is I'm way too selective. You know, I, I, we've been married five years. I have yet to pick a battle. You know, sometimes I really miss being married, and then there's sometimes I really don't. And it's moments like that where I'm like, okay, it's a little two-year break was was nice. All right, that's all I got for you. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get that uh, those donations in for our nighttime shift workers at the hospital tomorrow. We'll do a total. Actually, wait, no, tomorrow's well, Thursday. I have a total. What day is it? What month is this? Hi, Kramer. My name is Delissa, like Melissa, but with a D. Also frequently referred to as delicious by every dude who thinks he's original, who is not. Hence my phone call. I was just listening to your great new podcast, which I'm loving, by the way. Your mom is super adorable, but this little part about her name rhyming and getting all these repeated conversations about her name is so overwhelmingly annoying to do your whole lifetime explaining. So I can relate highly. Hope uh, everything is going well. Stay healthy. Be COVID strong. Bye. Hi, Steve. This is Shauna. I'm calling you from Phoenix, Arizona. I was a big part of your KMLE 530 club when you were on KMLE. It's nice to listen to you again. It really makes my day. And I kind of yelled at my boyfriend and my daughter because they interrupted me listening to the podcast. And I had to pause it a few times. I want to thank you and your mom for doing everything because... I lost my grandma before I found out I was pregnant with my daughter, and your mom reminds me a lot of my grandma, so it's nice to hear her words of advice and words of wisdom. Um, And I was also wondering if I was the only one that heard the birds the other day when she was talking behind her, and I love that you pointed that out. 
Uh, I can't wait to hear what else you do on the podcast. And I wish you well and the best of luck with getting back on the radio because you're an amazing radio personality that the world needs to hear. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Love you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends.